Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about the new Netflix flick, The Gray Man. Short review of this movie is this is going to be one that the public likes that the critics don't. I think it's sitting about 49% on Rotten Tomatoes as of Friday. It's a, it's a fine action movie. It's very colorful. It's very well filmed. Great cinematography. Good acting. Nonstop action. It's just a bit over the top. Other than that, it's fine for Netflix. That'd be the short version. Um, this movie probably didn't get a theatrical release because it's just, you know... It's perfect for Netflix. It's over the top. It, at points, I felt like I was watching a Michael Bay movie. Now, the Russo brothers are good directors. They've done some amazing work in the Marvel Universe. And outside of the Marvel Universe, it's been okay. I mean, their movies are good, quality movies, well-made, good scripts. They produce some interesting movies. But they're not reaching those Avengers heights, are they? Um, but they don't have that giant mythology to fall back on either. This movie should be exactly my type of movie. It's kind of that same recipe of um, let's get big actors and have them play in this sandbox we create. You got Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling, who at some point are going to fight each other. So that right there. Both dudes are in great shape, peak of their form. Anna de Armas is in this. She gets more to do in this movie than she normally gets. A lot of the movies she's been in lately, other than Knives Out, um, you know, she has a short, almost cameo role in it. This She's pretty much through the whole movie. There's a few other medium-sized actors and actresses you've seen in other things, plus Billy Bob Thornton and Alfred Woodward. A little over two hours, it gets right to the point. The first action scene, they spent so much money on the opening action scene. It takes place during a fireworks display in Hong Kong. They actually get into where the fireworks are being shot off to have the fight scene. It's pretty impressive, actually. It's beautiful. The 4K, the HDR, and the Dolby Atmos, great. The movie looks great, sounds great. There were some really amazing Dolby Atmos effects um, there's a scene when we first meet Alfred Woodward's character and the camera pans past a record player that's playing a, a single. And as it fades into the background, it doesn't just fade into the back speakers, it fades into the stereo image. It, it sounded like it was in the back of my room. That's just Dolby Atmos. It's an object-based surround sound, so much better than surround sounds we've had in past years. And when it's done right, it's pretty spectacular. And this movie, I hope it gets a physical release. Physical releases, 4K discs, have more bandwidth, shoot more data down the tube than you could ever get in a streaming. So the sound quality is usually better. The video quality is usually a little better, at least, based on Netflix has pretty decent compression. But the movie looked great for a Netflix movie. It sounded really great. And all the money's up on the screen. They filmed it all over the world. you got great actors on top of buildings and falling off things and jumping off things and things blowing up and car chases. And there is so much in this movie, it's unfortunately overkill. And when it's over, you just kind of remember that you enjoyed the movie. and It all seems a big blur like a Michael Bay movie. That's not a bad thing. 
I mean, for a Friday night when I didn't have anything else planned and I, hmm, what am I going to watch tonight? And oh yeah, this is out and people are talking about it. Let me watch it and do a review. So I watched it. If at any point with the streaming shows or movies, I can just turn them off. It's not like I bought the disc or rented the disc. It's it's a streaming thing. So if any of these things ever, um, you know, lose my interest, you probably don't hear a review about it because I never go back to it. So this kept my interest. I watched the whole thing. I only paused it to make popcorn about halfway through. I thought it could have been trimmed. It was a little bit more than we needed. But overall, um, they've learned to be a little more brief in their movies. This is two hours and a couple of minutes. It's definitely not a three-hour Avengers flick. Chris Evans is chewing scenery and absolutely loving it. He's very good as the bad guy. Um, Ryan Gosling is bigger built than we've ever seen him. He's still playing that kind of stoic, quiet dude, but he has a little more emoting than he normally does, and he does well in the action scenes. Um, Billy Bob Thornton's always reliable. Anna de Armas is always reliable. It's a fine movie. Moves at a good pace. It's like I said, it's action packed. I don't know if they borrowed the drones from Ambulance from Michael Bay or Netflix. You know, wanted to get those those drones that Michael Bay used. But every time we go to a new location, they zoom a drone around a corner and give you some big view of like the bay in Vienna or something, and then it says Vienna across the screen. It kind of gave the movie a visual identity, so to speak, a style. Um, but man, the more they zoomed around some of the fight scenes, it's like, okay, that, okay, yeah. But they do show more street than Michael Bay normally does. And I'm not picking on him. Ambulance was actually quite entertaining, as was this. It doesn't achieve that A-plus status where you're going to recommend it to all your friends. But if somebody asks you about it, you go, yeah, I watched it. Yeah, it's pretty good. You know, and that's what you'd say about it. I don't think too many people are going to hate on it. Well, critics are going to hate on it because they can. Well, because it, it, you know, it's not Shakespeare. You've got two of today's better actors basically in a brainless action movie. There's a few twists in the movie, but it's your typical, you know, kind of espionage, who are the bad guys kind of plot. Um, there's no earth-shattering twists. It does set up the possibility of more of these movies. I don't know if there's more books. I've not read the original book. I have no idea. I would imagine the way the Russos made the movie that the book has to be quite thin. (laughs) There wasn't a whole lot of dialogue. It was a lot of action. And unless he's very descriptive with the action, action scenes usually don't take up a whole lot of in in book. So uh, maybe there was more in the book. Like I said, everybody's good. And I I, I sound like I was kind of negative on the movie. It's fine. It, it's what we've come to expect from a streaming service. I would have walked out of the theater and said they spent a lot of money on this. By the way, I looked, $200 million was the budget approximately for a Netflix movie. I don't know if they ever intended to release it theatrically, but I guess they get the return of the subscribers and all that, but man, that's a lot of money to spend on what's basically an action movie. I know the Hitman's Bodyguards movies spent a little less <laughs> and, and were funnier. There is quite a bit of comedy they try and insert, dark comedy, quips, and that kind of thing. They just don't always land very well. They're pretty. It's pretty well written. The dialogue is snappy. There's actually some really good lines in it. And I, I think the acting's good through the whole movie. It just, I don't know. There's a couple times I laughed out loud. There's a couple other times I know I was supposed to laugh out loud. And I got it. It was funny. And I went, oh, that's funny. You know, but it didn't make me guffaw. 
again, as we judge movies these days by, did I go to the theater to see it or is it on Netflix? You pay the Netflix fee every month, watch this movie. They spend a lot of money on it. It's a lot of fun. It's certainly not boring. It is one action scene after another, one set piece after another. They're all incredibly well choreographed, well filmed. Um, they're just on the edge of superhuman level stunts and knife and gunshot wounds and things like that and continue going on like Energizer bunnies. Um, but all in all, it's it's definitely a cut above the action movies we all grew up on in the 80s and 90s. Um, they wanted it to have the style of John Wick and the action speed of a Michael Bay movie. I think they came up with their own visual style. So I'll give them that. And I think they didn't quite get to Michael Bay levels of insanity, but almost. Um, overall, I liked it. I just thought, you know, it, it's just a hair short of, of get, getting a, a two thumbs up and A+. Plus. I'll give it a B plus. And, and definitely, if you have Netflix, watch it. It's worthy. Um, hopefully, they make a sequel and do something really interesting with it. The Gray Man. It's now streaming on Netflix. It's a $200 million action film from the Russo brothers. It's exactly what you expect it to be, pretty much. But it's incredibly well done. And Ryan Gosling in an action role is not a bad thing to watch. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. I've got more reviews coming up. I'm going to see Nope this weekend. I was actually going to try and see it last night and have my normal Friday review up, but I didn't get to go to the movies, and so that you're getting this instead, and then we'll get Nope after this, I hope, if I do it in that order. Anyway, thanks for listening. My links are below. Patreon is very cool. Have a great day. Have a great day.